Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 31st, 2019. Before I get into the message, I need to let you know that today's message is, the, and you can tell I'm a little bit excited, today's message is the last message that I'm going to share for two weeks. Uh, so we're about to take off uh, tomorrow, and I'll be gone for 15 days. And so we're going to spend um, some time on vacation. And then after that, we're going to do some missions work. We have to take a look at the land that we have in the Dominican Republic, how the building project is going. The architect is working on the plans. We also have to get the backpacks, 400 backpacks full of school supplies, get all those things together, hand out the backpacks to underprivileged children. So it's not all vacation, uh, but we'll do some vacation. We'll do some missions work. We'll get it all done and then we'll come back. So for the next two weeks, I will not share a message um, and, and if this is part of your daily routine, which I know that for a lot of you it is, and I, I'm thankful for that. I mean, I'm honored to be able to get to speak into your life on a daily basis. And you're like, man, what am I going to do for the next two weeks? Listen, go to todaysword.org. There are thousands of messages there. Go to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. There are thousands of messages that are there. And I just trust that some of those messages will be a blessing to you. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to do maybe something different in the morning or whatever. Uh, but just pray for me, right? Pray for I'm going to continue to pray for you, but we all need a break. We all need rest. Rest is spiritual. And so I'm definitely looking forward to, to disconnecting, to getting some sleep, getting some rest, and then coming back, recharged, revived, rejuvenated, and ready to do what it is that God has called us to do for the rest of 2019. So with that, let's get into the word for this morning. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 62 of the overall series. I love this series. And the title of today's message is Believe the Love. Special things happen when you believe the love of God. So yesterday I shared a message that I know that the Lord put on my heart. I'm going to continue to flow in that same vein today. Let me read for you uh, two things that Jesus said, one from John 13, one from John 15. In John 13, verses 34 and 35, New Living Translation, Jesus said, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you, should you love one another, for your love for one another will prove that you're my disciples. This is your identifying characteristic, Jesus was saying. This is how people are going to know that you are my disciples, that you are a follower of me, if you have love one for another. So your love for God, a God that you cannot see, is proven in your love for men, men that you see every day. In John 15, he says, this is my commandment, love each other the same way that I have loved you. So what does this mean to you today? Uh, as I share this last message for two weeks, um, I have four things to share with you this morning as it relates to the love of God. And as I share this, I want you to, to now tune in, rid yourself of all distract, uh, distractors, and open up your heart to hear what God is saying. There's four things I believe the, the Father wants you to know about his love. Here we go. Number one, yesterday I made the point that God is perfect and we are not. And it's hard enough for us as humans to believe that a perfect God wants to live in imperfect people, right? But if we ever can get to the point where, yes, I got it. I fully embrace it. I believe it. I believe the love God has for me. Then if you can ever get to the point where you believe the love, like when I preach in jail, I like to say, hey, man. You know, God loves you. Say, God loves you. And they say, God loves you. And say, no, say, God loves me. And they say, God loves me. And I was like, no, no. And I, I keep preaching. And I come back. I say, no, say, God loves me. And they say, God loves me. And then I go, okay, now keep say, God loves me. God loves me. And I know it. They say, it. I say, God loves me. And I believe it. And, and, and finally, like, you know, after repeated attempts, you know, it's evident that some people finally get it. And when they get it, 
that, man, I'm in jail. I've done all this crazy stuff, but God loves me. And God loves me despite my imperfections. You see grown men, you know, tattoos and all this stuff, and they start weeping and crying because they get to the point where God loves me. You got to believe God loves me. And if you can believe that God loves me, and I, I know and I believe the love, oh my God, it changes you forever. And number two, in First John 4, the Apostle John talks about this. And, and the Apostle John actually called himself, when he was writing St. John, the one who Jesus loved, right? So so he was like, man, I'm, I'm God's favorite, and uh, God loves me. And so he talks about the love a lot. Like this is the, the apostle who told us that God is love. So in 1 John 4, he tells us plainly that God sent his son Jesus into the world to be the savior of the world, right? And he says, those that believe in Jesus have Jesus living on the inside of them. This happens through the person of the Holy Spirit. And then John makes it clear that none of this happens because we're so good. All of this happens because God is so good because he loves us. For all of this to make sense, John says, we have known and believed the love God has for us. You got to know that God loves you, but then you got to really believe it. You got to know that, yeah, yeah, I know God loves me, but do you really believe it? If you know and believe the love God has for you, that God is love and that he loves you despite your faults, your flaws, and your failures, that he's not holding your past against you, that you cannot judge your future by your past, that God is in the business of making holy garments out of flawed material, that God can use you. God, God takes cowards and turns them into champions, that God can use you. And, and why? Simply because he loves you then you're like, oh my gosh, then yes, you can be changed. And this is where fellowship comes in. This is why I've been teaching on fellowship for so, for so long. You got to fellowship with God. The more you walk with God, the more you allow him to walk with you, the more you will be changed. The more his love can fill your heart and your mind. Why? Why am I saying the closer you get to God, the closer you will get to love? You know why? Because John said that God is love. Love is not something he has. Love is not something he does. Love is who God is. So said another way, the more you get to know God, the more you will know his love because God is love. So my prayer for you is that you open up your heart to God's love. My prayer for you is that you get to the point where you know, not just know, but you believe that God loves you. Despite all your issues, God loves you. And then this is where faith comes in because we are called and commanded to walk and live by faith. Faith comes in when I know that God loves me. Oh man, when I know that God loves me, I can have confidence with him and faith is all about confidence. I'm gonna have no confidence if I don't believe God loves me. But if I believe God loves me, despite what I've done, God loves me. And God has called me to do some things simply because he loves me. Now I can release my faith because my faith is based, my faith is confidence. And my confidence is based on the fact that God loves me. That's why in Galatians 5 and 6, Paul said that, listen, faith works by love. Faith doesn't work based on my love for God, because even with that, I'm going to be imperfect. But faith works when I know that God's love for me is perfect, that, that God loves me despite me, that God is more committed to me than I'm committed to him, that even when I am faithless towards him, he is faithful towards me, for he cannot deny himself. Glory to God. God loves me. And so, yes, I can have faith. Yes, I can have confidence. I walk and live by faith, and my confidence is rooted and grounded in the fact that God loves me. He loves me with an everlasting love. He loves me with an unconditional love. And so I walk with him. He walks with me, and I get to know the love. I know and I believe the love God has for me. John, uh, point three, <laughs> number three. Once you get to this point where you know and you believe the love, now you're in a position to be a conduit of God's love in this world. Yeah, it, it is at this point, and this is the goal, that, that, that you become a change agent. You become a supernatural 
agent of change within your sphere of influence. What has happened in you then starts to happen through you. And, and, and so, so, and, and it doesn't happen because you're trying to make it happen. It just happens because you're walking with God and he's walking with you. So at, at this point, your life is less about you and your selfish desires and more about being an offering. My life is an offering. When you get to the point where you are dead to self, when you're just going to do whatever God tells you to do, then it's like God can take your life, like all of it, and pour it out as an offering in this world. God can take you and pour you into the lives of other people. Why? Because you've given your life to God as an offering. I'm like, hey, whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm down for it. I'm down for whatever. Listen, whatever you want to do, Father, I am here for you. My life is not about me. My life is not my own. And then God can take you and bless you and then release you into this world. Why? Because he wants to use you as an offering. Our God is too big of a God. And your assignment is too big of an assignment for God to just be focused on you and your family. Yes, God wants to bless you. Yes, God wants to increase you and your family. That's not the issue. The issue is God wants... that's too small for God. God wants to use you then to become an agent of change within your sphere of influence. I'm talking about the people that you deal with every day. God can use you and you don't need a, a, a speaking slot at a conference. God can use you and you don't need to be preaching f- from behind a pulpit. God can use you in your daily routine. When, when you finish this video, go to your calendar. Look at your calendar. All that stuff you got to do today, God wants to use you in that. God wants to use you in your daily routine with the people that you deal with on a daily basis. He will use you there. He will use you with them. Why? Because once the love of God has come to you, then the love of God can flow through you, which leads me to my fourth and final point. Get over the fact that you're not perfect. Number four, embrace the fact that God loves you anyway, and then open up your heart to be used of God. If you do, then, then what's going to happen is that when people come in contact with you, God is going to be seen, God is going to be heard, God is going to be felt, God is going to be experienced through you. Not because you're trying to do it. It's going to happen simply because you're allowing God to flow through you in your daily routine. If you truly fellow, let me say this as this way as I close. If you have truly have a, a fellowship, an intimate relationship with God, this way, you have fellowship with God, then when you talk to other people, it's going to be evident that you have spent time with God. When they talk to you, they're going to hear God in the way you talk. When they when they spend time with you, they're going to feel God in your presence. You know why? Because you've been with God. Because you walk with God. So your fellowship with God is evident in your fellowship with other people, and you're not trying to make it happen. You're not trying to manufacture anything. You're not trying to, you know, you're not going around saying Jesus, Jesus. Hey, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to No. Come on, stop. If you're doing that, you need to stop. <laughs> just just live. Just be who it is that God called you to be and go into your sphere of influence and God is going to use you there. Your fellowship with God will be evident as you fellowship with others. All right? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I trust that you know and believe the love God has for you. Open up your heart and, and lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I know and I believe the love you have for me. You are love. I am in you. You are in me. Love lives on the inside of me. I believe and receive your love. Your love has changed me from the inside out. Now that I fellowship with you, I am open to fellowship with other people. My relationship with you is evident in my daily routine. The people I deal with every day will experience you as they experience me. 
I am an agent of supernatural change. Now, I don't have to preach to make it happen. I don't need a pulpit to get the message out. I simply live as a person who walks with God. And when I come in contact with others, they will know it. They will feel it. They will experience it. They will be changed by it simply because you live in me. I know and I believe the love you have for me. You love me. I know it and I'm changed by it. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. I love you. I trust that you know and believe the love God has for you. And uh, do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're not following me on YouTube, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and subscribe to our channel. And uh, just walk in God's love. The love of God comes to you and then the love of God wants to flow through you. Let him out. God is in you. It's time for us to let him out. Let's make it evident. Let's let everyone everywhere know that God lives in us. You have an amazing day. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. God bless you.